0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.
1: I'm freezing. My toes are freezing. My coffee's
0: freezing. <laughs> Brilliant! Welcome winter. back to the Youth Impact. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold. It's very cold. <laughs> Happy first, first day, day of, of winter. winter.
1: Oh, not really though, because this is going to be. Is out later. it? It was actually the first day of winter yesterday.
0: <laughs> oh, so yeah, we're day for us yeah first really man i've not been paying attention (laughs) i was just like i was like well yeah i was like man spring's really cold for (laughs) (laughs) some actually in my
1: defense it got really cold really like did you say spring hold on roll (laughs) that back (laughs) this autumn i
0: found to be very chilly i don't know where you're living at the moment well, the other hemisphere apparently well yeah well when so when it's become spring i'm like ah oh, yes the beginning and then no one ever tells me when the other seasons change because like <laughs> spring's so obvious when it happens because it's like everything's growing again and good but like the trees in dunedin kind of just sometimes die so like i was like it's either right. autumn or that's just not doing great but I can't tell because also a lot of other trees thrive. So I just keep going, it's still spring, and now it's hot spring, and now it's colder spring, and now it's uh, really yeah. cold spring. To be fair, the
1: seasons we have here are like humid, wet, normal wet, and then like there's a break, and then it's just cold. So do with that what you will. <laughs> I'm freezing currently. Bugs, it's like.
0: Bugs, it like, no bug.
1: Exactly. The bugs die. I get cold, and then the bug will come back in a couple months. It'll be great. It was 10 degrees this morning when I got in my car, and do you know what my workplace hasn't given me yet? A work-mandated jacket. I'm very upset about it. <laughs> Complain about it on the show. that They'll never listen to I, I did. I rocked up today, and I was like, if I don't get a jacket this week... I'm gonna start coming in to work like in my pajamas, so watch out.
0: If I don't get a jacket this week, I'm about to complain on New Zealand radio, and you'll all be sorry. All the backlash that you'll get will never come here again. (laughs) When I'm done with you, they won't stand for this. (laughs) They'll boycott. They'll boycott.
1: I will drag you through the dirt.
0: Anyway, (laughs) how do I? I don't know how to segue into.
1: Hold on, I got it. I got it. I got it.
0: Yep. It's chilly.
1: Wouldn't you just like to warm up with a hot cup of cocoa and a feel good story that really warms the cockles of your heart? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's it. <laughs> hey Welcome guys, to we're feel good <laughs> news. I <laughs> are talking about feeling good news again. Because I talked about this a few weeks ago and I really enjoyed it. And now I have a friend to talk about it with. So I'm not just sitting here being like, yay, this is great. I'm so alone.
1: Oh, oh no! <laughs> Positive vibes you. only. Positive vibes only. Okay, We're, It's vibes. all good here.
0: Absolutely. I would love to start. Thank you. Please I do. Was, <laughs> yeah, because I will start with this one article. It really spoke to me. I get it. I love it. A student created edible tortilla tape to keep <laughs> your wraps wrapped. Perfect. Now, it, what's it made of? A food-grade fibrous scaffold and organic oh. adhesive what does that mean I don't know interesting (laughs) but it looks it looks like honestly it looks like mold because it's blue (laughs) and so it really yeah it really threw me off they're like blue but they also like have a tortilla kind of pattern but again in like a mold looking way which so you might think that's bad but in my opinion that's good because no one would want to eat your wrap that has a perfect rectangle of mold on it. (laughs) This is true. Yeah. And you get to eat the tape. Honestly, I think that's just really funny, like, the idea of eating the tape. Because you could just hold the wrap together. Oh,
1: no. I love that, because have you ever had to eat a wrap and you've had to put, like, a a skewer through it? Or, like, a wooden toothpick through it to keep it closed?
0: It's embarrassing. Uh, I use my hands. (laughs) I have, I have, what my clarinet teacher said, uh, really good man hands for the clarinet. <laughs> so, I, so I have quite large hands that I just kind of hold everything together. So I'm fine. I mean, I'll is have what, you know
1: that my job for at least 10 months was a certified burrito artist. Um, mm-hmm. A professional burrito artist. Uh, and yet the toothpick is where I end up anytime I want to eat a burrito, so I could do with some tortilla tape. Tasty tortilla tape. That'd be nice. I'm trying so desperately to think of a segue, by the way, between your topics and my topics, but we have picked some vastly different (laughs) topics here. Speaking of creation, prehistoric people... (laughs) Yep. Prehistoric people created art by flickering firelight research reveals. Now, I'm... This is something that I'm sure everyone assumed, but I just really like the idea that people have been sitting around a fire making art since the dawn of time, because everyone loves a good campfire and story time, right? And it's, it's nice that people are still doing it, but what I found particularly interesting is that they, because they're doing it by firelight, which is what alters our perception of things because everything's flickering it's really making your brain work differently that capacity our brains have to see like forms and faces in inanimate objects you know you see something you see a face in it it's a lot of the reason why the designs are drawn into the patterns of the cave walls and stuff like that because they were seeing that when they were drawn by firelight i think that's lovely i agree
0: and I am still thinking about the fact that I can see a face on my bathroom floor that no one else can see. <laughs> now that you've brought that up. and now I think I remember it. you showing this to me once. It, <laughs> and she's always... there. And it's a woman. and You can see her so clearly. People don't get me. <laughs> the prehistoric people in the firelight would get me. They would. They know. would understand. Maybe I <laughs> yeah. should come over
1: there with a candle and we'll, we'll yeah. see how we go.
0: <laughs> They'd look at it and be like, "I'm going. I'm about to draw on that. And I'll be like, right on. How'd you get in my bathroom? <laughs> well, how do I say, sequ- so you know how the prehistoric people drew on walls? They were sometimes animals that they drew. Speaking yeah. of animals. <clears throat> One horned rhinos. We know them. I mean- <laughs> Stop it. I'm being professional. Sorry, sorry. To be fair, I've never seen a rhino with other horns. But the one horn rhino, uh, as we know, <laughs> was not doing too great. And, like, actually, a lot of rhinos were going extinct, especially due to poaching and, you know, just people that I don't agree with or like. But they're actually doing really well right now. They've reached a new high from just, they used to be 100 individuals, and now they're at 4,014. Oh my god, that's incredible. And- that's over fifty years, so that's well, that's pretty good. Yeah, I that's think amazing. like if you used like a chart, you'd see that, that that's going good. I don't have a chart. <laughs> <laughs> it's one hundred and sixty-seven percent population. One hundred and seventy-seven percent. Sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. Sorry. Yeah.
1: When I was a kid, my favorite animal was cheetahs. And I got a little... I remember getting a little fact book. You know those animal fact books you get when you were a child? I remember reading through it and, like, it said on the cheetah section there was 3,000 cheetahs left in the wild or something like Mm. that. Um, And they were destined to go extinct very soon. Uh, And then recently I found out there was, like, 13,000 in the wild. So
0: we're getting better. They're coming back. I'd love to, I want to point out that like, I, I there's a whole misconception about zoos, but zoos have been doing an amazing job with animal conservation. Oh, uh, a good zoo is priceless yeah. in terms of conservation. Absolutely. And I know it was your turn, but I have a really good segue.
1: <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, zoos, go ahead.
0: Yeah. There's a thing called a frozen zoo in San Diego <laughs> that is actually helping save vanishing species, possibly like the cheetah would have been. Hmm? So what they do is they have a Cairo bank of cells from endangered animals. So they're storing them all so they can be cloned later on. It's definitely very
1: Jurassic Park, but I like it.
0: Yeah, so don't take any advice from Jurassic Park because that was bad. (laughs) Do pick better animals, which they've got the horse which I think you talked about? Yes, the little horse. Funny little horse. The final
1: breed of, of wild horse for their bred to be workhorses which is, you know, pure horse DNA, which is always nice to have that pure, unfiltered animal, I think Yeah, Uh, they look very different than what horses now look (laughs) They're They're so round Now, Um... speaking of loss (laughs) and animals Uh Memory loss Heard of it?
0: Bet you have (laughs) Um, I don't remember eh? It's so dumb Yeah, that was my bad. This
1: one is something I'm very passionate about because I was reading about it prior to finding out about it today. Mm
0: -hmm. They
1: have managed to reverse memory loss in elderly mice by injecting them with liquid from the spinal cord of younger mice. So they take your spinal fluid and they essentially it clears out the waste that builds up in an older brain. Um, and it fills the tissues with like proteins and new growth um, things, cells and things like that that are really important for development of the brain, um, which it dwindles and it it gets less as we get older. And then when things of Alzheimer's and dementia and all these other neurological conditions, it just becomes a higher risk of it being able to happen as we get older. So with this new treatment, they found a way to sort of prolong that and maintain these memories which is really really interesting because if this is something that can happen to people spinal fluid it's a big donation but mm-hmm. it can be you it's like a thing that your body makes you'll get it back in, in. i think it's like six to eight hours or something your body will replenish that so it's something that you can give i guess it would be akin to like bone marrow donation where it, it's big but it's not something that's yeah. gonna you know really damage you forever um yeah I think this is incredible because dementia and, and Alzheimer's are obviously heartbreaking ways to go. There's nothing worse than having to watch somebody, a loved one, you know, go downhill and there's nothing you can do about it. So this is a very it's interesting option. Yeah. yeah, it's an option. And it's a just, even if it doesn't work out, it's nice to go, well, we've tried, you know, yeah.
0: and it, it and could it- work i mean even if it's not a permanent solution like it's always good to have like those little bits and also donating mm. in general is like donating blood and donating stuff like exactly that is already like something that you know should be more mainstreamed and i don't know i it should be a bigger thing than it is i feel like it is for a bit and then you forget about it uh yeah i've definitely done but well you know what's exciting is that you've
1: rolled back that law on people who were born in the uk at a certain time they were like you can't give blood you might have mad cow disease they've thrown that yeah. out the window now that which is nice um
0: remember, so people i remember that being, being on my thing as well and i was they were like <laughs> do you have mad cow disease have you ever been to britain or anything and i'm like i'm 12 i wanted the free cup <laughs> my parents can't give it i know my mum was like always been
1: really big on donating blood and then she came to australia and they were like, yeah, you might have mad cow. And she was like, I assure you, I do not. And they were like, <laughs> no, go away. We don't want
0: your blood. <laughs> yeah. It's bizarre. Either way, I'm, well, I'm glad they've lifted it, if that's yeah. the case. I'm a positive, is what I learned from when I donated blood. I, I've never donated blood because I can't. Um, So I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm Someday virus. you'll find out, and hopefully not in like a terrible situation where they're like, "Quick, what's your blood type?" And you're like, "Oh, oh. red." Pick one and guess, I guess. <laughs> you can probably segue into a second one since I did two in a row. I'm trying, really <laughs> hard. Giving feels good, doesn't it? Yum.
1: Okay. How I'm about seeing you where give you the gift it? of language with. Touch. Deafblind communities have created a new language using touch. This interests me a lot. Um I love I really want to learn sign language. It's something I I think oh, would me be too. very it's something I really want to learn. Um because I can't think of anything worse than having that primary communication you have with other people like cut off you and made so much more difficult yeah. and nobody around you wants to figure out how to help you do it. Um, I would love to learn sign language, but mm. deaf-blind communities have come up with a uh, sign language in a way that utilises touch, um, which I find very interesting. The idea of it is that it's born from human connection. Um, so if you can't see and you can't hear, you're just using that, like touch and connection with people to to get your point across. But it's a very complex thing because obviously it's there's limited things you can do, especially when you can't see facial expressions and things like that. My favorite example that they've got here is that you would use your hand and like walk your fingers up your arm to indicate climbing something, depending on where what position your arm was in. If your arm was up and you walk your fingers up, you're climbing. If your arm's pointing down, you walk your fingers down, you're going down. Um it's it's very complex. It looks the videos they've got here look very complex, but it's really really interesting. I think it's a really nice way to create a language for people who are gonna it, it's its just harder and it's yeah. difficult in general to communicate your primary senses are gone I think this is love it's a nice nice little way the videos are so I'm watching sorry I'm watching the video as I'm talking they just look so delighted to be having these
0: conversations it's very yeah. sweet <laughs> I think everyone deserves a form of communication mm. it's obviously like because it's just we're humans we need to communicate somehow And everyone has their own different ways of communicating. Obviously there's different languages and there's different ways that you can communicate like uh, through your own body language and stuff like that. But uh, just imagining how hard it would be for someone who is deaf and blind, especially if like it's, it's like something that's happened, like you weren't born with it and you've just become deaf and blind. Like imagine how heartbreaking that must be. So yeah, I'm glad that I'm, I'm glad that they're getting a language. And they're having something like that. Can I tell a really stupid story that
1: happened at work to me the other day? I'm never going to forget this till the day I die. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We have a deaf client who comes in to buy stuff for pets. And I very foolishly was asking for, like, her phone number so I could bring up a file. And she was trying to explain to me she doesn't have a phone. And I'm trying to say, like, no, no, the phone that you have on on your file... (laughs) And we were communicating on paper and she just takes the paper she writes something she turns it around and slides it to me she goes what are you gonna do call me on it and i was like oh god of course you don't have a phone i hate it here i've been thinking about this oh, no. forever oh, i know I'm so sorry. i spent so long just trying to go yeah no just your phone number you know your phone number like a mobile phone, and she was like mm. trying to go, I don't
0: have one. It just didn't click in my stupid brain. <laughs> oh, oh no. Ah! I know for I'll a fact that, you would, that I know for a fact you would have been like, oops, my bad, and then like smiled and then carried on. But I know inside you would have been like, I want to die. I just kind of dug at the desk
1: for a hot second and <laughs> <laughs> thought about my actions.
0: <laughs> oh. To- Every time I was, like, super embarrassed, I would pretend to get a phone call or something so I could <laughs> quickly run away. So I get the feeling of running. So I'm like, oops, emergency, and then run, like, kind of fast to at least get rid of the embarrassment adrenaline. Oh, I should have done that. Directly out the door. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting a phone call. Bye. Oh, <gasps> Oh, no. And the worst thing
1: is she's she's going to come back in a month to get her <laughs> next lot and I'm going to see her again. And I'm going to have to be like oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh no, bummer.
1: I'm so dumb. Well, if the, phones if don't, if don't work I out I
0: mean. <laughs> If phones don't work out, maybe uh-huh. you could ask for an email address. Oh no. <laughs> And if you're in Iceland, <laughs> Iceland is a new service that lets horses reply to your work emails while you're on vacation. <laughs> now, you might be thinking, how does that work? A horse can't spell. <laughs> you're correct. The email example they have looks exactly as what you'd expect if a horse were to run over a keyboard, because what they do is they've got a large keyboard mat, and then they let horses trot walk canter or tilt across the keys why do they do this good question the only thing i seem to find is that um the head of visitor iceland whose name i cannot pronounce and i don't (laughs) want to butcher it uh, wants visitors who travel to Iceland to fully experience everything our nation has to offer, from the breathtaking landscapes and the friendly faces. But for some reason, that also includes this horse who can write your emails. I love that. I don't know why they've done it. <laughs> it's just so nonsensical. <laughs> I. It's very funny. And honestly, I don't hate it. I think it's really funny. I think I'm thinking the point is where, you know, you're on vacation, there are emails. Okay, none of us can relate, but whatever. you get emails, and obviously you can't reply because you're on holiday, it's just so someone else is at least replying. But also that someone is a horse, and unless the email at the end says, hi, this is a horse, (laughs) I feel like you might just be insulting someone. You're going to respond back. Sorry. Didn't quite understand that, as per your last email. um. (laughs) For your last email, you are you lost? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy,
1: delightful! I, you know what, I've run out of articles um, to give, but I do have a couple of random, st- like ones that were just statements. So far, my favorite one, currently the world's oldest living dog, setting a Guinness World Record, is a little Chihuahua, twenty-one years old, originally. His name was peanut butter, but it has been changed to Toby
0: Keith. <laughs> <laughs> I love Toby Keith. It had an original dog name and then it was like, this dog's been going on too long. It's a person now. Hello, Toby. <laughs> <A person. laughs> oh boy. Um that is almost the time we have, actually, so <laughs> look at us go. Uh but I would like to really quickly point out, I I may do an episode on this in the future. I just really wanted to talk about it now. There is a place called Know Your Stuff NZ. Uh, they are taking volunteers, and it's all through volunteer work. It is a collaboration with New Zealand Drug Foundation, where they're preventing like drug related harm at big events and stuff. So basically, what is happening is if you have, if someone's given you pills or something. And you can take it to them because they're set up at the concert or whatever event you're going to. And they'll test it for you to make sure it's what they say it is. So they're not going to judge you for taking the drugs. They just want to make sure that you're safe and taking the ones that you're wanting to take. And I just thought that was a very important thing that I wanted to say. Is a It's a thing that's out there. They're looking for volunteers. Uh, yeah, knowyourstuff.nz just have a look and I, I probably will do a biggie episode on it because I I am very interested in this whole thing but I thought we'd do a nice little uh, good news one especially since it's the beginning of winter we've just learned Woo! <laughs> <laughs> hooray thank you Ebony for coming back you're so welcome I'm uh, glad to be here it's been a hot minute Mhm. good luck with your work thing
1: <laughs> I don't want to talk about it <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, everyone that listens to the show knows about it Uh, sometimes can we redo the show, can we re-record roll it back, roll back the tapes (laughs) sorry guys you're not listening to this show, it's being deleted so Evidy cannot say her embarrassing story I'm never speaking again (laughs) (laughs) what a bummer I hope we learned something today what'd you learn? Uh, it's the beginning of winter (laughs) me too (laughs)
1: I love that you don't know when seasons start.
0: <laughs> Look, unless there's a visual indicator, I got no idea. Oh my god, how have you made it this far? Uh, usually someone tells me. They're like, oh, bit chilly out, must be winter. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, it must be. And then that's where it goes. Tell you what, what I've you never felt me? more in tune with the seasons
1: than that one year where everyone was playing Animal Crossing. And like,
0: oh, that's right. how I knew.
1: I would, I would turn on my switch in the morning and Isabel would go, happy first day of autumn, and I would go, wow. Hey, everyone, did you know it's the first day of autumn?
0: I need Isabel to come back into my life and remind me. I know. <laughs> well, I'm going to go play Animal Crossing. Everyone have a good day. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Actually, same.
1: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On the Air.